We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. God's Word is the final authority. And we must have faith in that authority and faith in the anointing that is in it. The physical body, your physical body, gives you authority on this planet. But then there must be an anointing to destroy the works of the devil. You see, Jesus didn't say that the preachers will lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. He said to the believers, the believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So the body of Christ, the ordinary Joe church member, believer, born again person, has the right to lay hands on the sick and that anointing to flow through them. But you see, if you don't recognize that you have authority to do that, your physical body and the fact you're born again gives you the authority to do that. God furnishes the anointing by the Holy Spirit. All right, we're here in the sixth chapter of Mark where Jesus has just tried to do great and mighty works in his own hometown. And because they would not believe that he was anointed the Bible says that he could there do no mighty works. Just simply couldn't do it. And there's many people that think, oh, well, now, you know, Jesus could just do anything. But he couldn't. It took faith. Wherever Jesus found faith, people were healed. Go with me to the 8th chapter of Matthew. Let's begin reading with verse 5. When Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came to him a centurion beseeching him, saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I'm a man under authority, and having soldiers under me, I say to this one, go, and he goeth, to another come, and he cometh. And to my servant do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Now Jesus said, I have never found this kind of faith, not even among covenant people. Now this Roman centurion is a Gentile. He does not even come under the covenant of God at this point. Jesus said he had the greatest faith of anyone he'd ever seen. And the reason he had that faith, I asked the Lord about that one time. I said, why did he have that faith? He said, because he understood authority. He said, I'm a man under authority and having soldiers under me. See, if you don't understand authority, you're not going to operate in it. The man understood authority. He understood that he had authority. He understood how authority worked. And he understood that Jesus had authority. And that Jesus had authority over sickness and disease. He not only had faith in Jesus' authority, he had faith in the anointing. He said, you don't have to come to my house. You don't have to come down there. You know, it might have been 20 miles to his house. I don't know. And Jesus couldn't get in his Chevrolet and drive down there. <laughs> Brother, he had to either walk or ride a donkey. And that was a problem. So the man said, you don't have to come to my house. Just speak the word and my servant will be healed. Now notice, here's a man that understands authority, even though he doesn't come under the covenant of God, he has laid hope by faith on something that does not even belong to him. See, on the day of Pentecost, when the kingdom of God came, then it was to everybody. But it was to the Jew first, then to the Gentile. And brother, I mean, this man's tapped into something that doesn't even belong to him. And he did it by faith. He said, Jesus, you don't have to come to my house. Just speak the word and my servant will be healed. 
Now what the man did, because he understood authority, he understood that if Jesus spoke words, that was authority to destroy sickness and disease, and there would be enough anointing in the word that Jesus spoke to arrest the sickness and disease and cause his servant to be healed. So he had faith in the authority of the words of Jesus, and he had faith in the anointing of that word to cause his servant to be healed. Jesus preached a sermon about that, and then he said, Go thy way as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed the self-same hour. Boy, if it had been some folks I know, and Jesus said, Go thy way as you have believed, so be it done unto you. They'd have had a funeral the next day. Because I know some people that want to believe the worst of every situation. Instead of reaching out by faith and saying some things in faith, they want to believe the worst in every situation. But when you understand God's Word is the authority, what God says is the truth. Whether it is manifest in your life or not, it is still the truth. Whether it ever becomes manifest in your life depends on whether you believe in the authority of that Word recognize it as authority, and have faith in the anointing that is in that Word to cause it to manifest in your life. See, that Word is anointed. There's an anointing in there that will flow into you as you speak, proclaim, and say what God said. This old boy just simply got in agreement with what word that Jesus spoke. And brother, I mean tell you, you got his servant healed, and he went on his way. Now we talked about, in one of the other sessions, Mark, the first chapter, verse 40, the leper that came to Jesus. You see, here was a leper that came to Jesus, and at that time there was not any record that any lepers had been healed, so he really didn't know whether Jesus lay hands on a leper or not. He walked up to Jesus and said, Jesus, if thou wilt, thou can make me clean. No, you can, just don't know whether you will or not. Jesus moved with compassion, stretched forth his hand and touched him. And you'd have thought the old boy just lit up like a neon sign and been healed, but he didn't. No healing flowed. No power flowed into him. Until Jesus said, I will. See, he had a question. He didn't have any faith that it would happen because he didn't know the truth that Jesus would heal him. So there was no faith in that anointing to heal him until he got Jesus' word on it. He had to have Jesus' word on it. Now see, that's why people sometimes are crippled all through life in the things of life, even in personal matters and in praying and different things. They don't know the will of God. The Bible says, there Mark's the only one that quotes it this way, says as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him. Notice he laid his hands on him first and no power flowed because there was not faith in the authority. He just laid his hands on him. Didn't say a word. Laid his hands on him. Then he said, I will be thou clean. And immediately, as soon as he had spoken. In other words, here was a man that placed his faith in the authority of Jesus' word. He placed his faith in the authority of that word and the anointing in that word to cause the manifestation of healing within his body. And thank God he received it, didn't he? Now let me go a step further over into Romans, the fourth chapter. 
And I want you to see how Paul brings in something here that affects all of our lives in the way that we believe. In verse 13 of the fourth chapter of Romans, Paul says, For the promise that he should be heir of the world was not to Abraham or his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Notice it didn't come through the law, but it comes through the righteousness of faith. Now keep that in your mind, the righteousness of faith, that phrase. Come down to verse 16. Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Come over to the fifth chapter in verse 2. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. In other words, the grace of God, the only way that you and I ever enter into the grace of God is through faith. Through faith. Now remember what he has said here in verse 13. The promise that Abraham and his seed should be heirs of the world. Did you get that? Heirs of the world. You know, Proverbs says the wealth of the sinners laid up for the just. <laughs> Abraham and his seed were going to become heirs of the world through the righteousness of faith. Now come over to the 10th chapter of Romans and let's let Paul reveal to us what the righteousness of faith does. Verse 5, For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man that doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thy heart, who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, who shall descend into the deep, to bring up Christ again from the dead. Now what Paul does, first of all, he tells you what the righteousness of faith wouldn't say. The righteousness which is of faith would not say, who will bring Jesus back from heaven? Who will go and raise him from the dead and reverse the process of death so he can come back and do all these things? He said the righteousness which is of faith wouldn't say that. That's the thing the righteousness of faith wouldn't say. Somebody said, well, who would ever say that? You've said it, and I've said it. Have you ever said, Lord, come down and touch me? Well, then that's exactly what you said. But now listen to what Paul says here in verse 8. But what saith it? Now what saith what? The righteousness which is of faith. The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. He said, you don't have to bring Jesus back. Jesus doesn't have to come back with that anointing that he had when he walked the Sea of Galilee. He said, now he's seated at the right hand of the Father. And now he said, the word is nigh thee. The word is as close to you as getting it in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. The word of promise. Go to the word. Find the promise for it. Put it in your mouth and speak it and get it in your heart. And then you don't have to have Jesus to come back because God sent his word and healed them and delivered them. He sent his word and did it. Since he's seated at the right hand of the Father, now his word is doing the work of Jesus on this earth through the hearts of men. Glory to God. I don't know whether I've helped you or not, but I've talked myself happy. Hallelujah. <laughs> I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Our CD offer today is 7108, Authority, Faith, and the Anointing, a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. It's important to understand the power of authority and the anointing. Now, did you know that Jesus, before he was baptized in the River Jordan, he was as much the Son of God as he was all the other time? But 
when he was baptized and he began to do great and mighty miracles. And he stood up in the synagogue, and Luke, the fourth chapter, records it, verse 18, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captive, recover sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, and preach the acceptable year of the Lord. So when we talk about authority, faith, and the anointing, Jesus' body gave him authority on this planet. That's the reason he had to be born with a flesh, blood, and bone body. And then the Word of God brought him faith. Faith cometh by hearing the Word of God. And the more you hear it, the more you believe it. Jesus was a student of the Word. In fact, he was the Word personified. He meditated upon the Word and read the Scriptures and studied the Scriptures throughout his life. And we notice then that when he stood up in the synagogue... After he had been baptized in the river Jordan, he said, The Spirit of the Lord's upon me, because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Now notice he hadn't done a single miracle until he was anointed. Why didn't he? Because he couldn't. He hadn't yet been anointed. He was a son of God, all right. He had the authority, but God hadn't anointed him. But after the Holy Ghost descended upon him, he was anointed with the Holy Ghost and healing power. And I want you to know it worked in the lives of people. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He cast out demons. Well, you need this single CD. I'd like to preach it all now, but don't have time. CD offer number 7108 for a total of $11. That includes the postage. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.